everybody. This is James Lindsay. This is New Discourses Bullets that you're listening to. And in this New Discourses Bullets, I give a short bullet point type summary of one topic from woke Marxism that I think we need to understand so that we can defeat woke Marxism. And I want to talk operationally again today. I want, in fact, to remind you, especially if you lean to the right, it doesn't matter actually if you're right or left. This is actually kind of irrelevant. In fact, it's actually bad thinking. Um, If you are anti-communist, if you are against woke Marxism, if you are, whether you think of it as corporatism, whether you think of it as communism, I think of it as corporatist communism. So it doesn't matter which one you think it is. If you're against this monstrosity that is largely championed from the left, then um, you need to understand that they think and operate tactically, that their tactics follow an operational program called the dialectic, that they set these things called dialectical traps for you. And this episode would be about dialectical traps kind of in the abstract, but I actually want to talk about what to do about dialectical traps more than that. Virtually every statement, you never see those statements on social media where somebody puts something out and they're like, you know, what's an example? Kind of I saw earlier today something like, The purpose of the Second Amendment was never to be able to do wholesale slaughter. Okay, so that was from Robert Reich. I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the exact thing. He's a communist who worked for Bill Clinton. Um, He's also an elf. He's exactly four foot two and a bitter, evil little man. Um, Like most miniature communists, pretty nasty, never shuts up, etc. So we know who he is. That's all kind of irrelevant, but I just wanted to say it. But... uh, (laughs) But the fact of the matter is that that statement is what people would, if they're smart, would put like a little image with a fishing hook on and say, this is bait. And there's a number of different images people use, memes that people use on the internet to say, this is bait. That's bait. It's bait into a dialectical trap. A dialectical trap is a rhetorical device that they've thrown out to get you to start arguing about it. So you say, no, the point of the Second Amendment is where the point of the Second Amendment always was, and now you're arguing on behalf of wholesale slaughter to try to defend the Second Amendment and trying to say why the thing you're defending is not wholesale slaughter, so you look like an idiot. And the, Meanwhile, the dialectician is pointing out that you are defending wholesale slaughter and scaring his base into strengthening support for his agenda, which will include taking away your right to self-defense. See how that works? They get you arguing about the stupid thing they said that they threw out there meaninglessly. And you're arguing about the content when they have an operation with the fact that an argument will emerge. And that's the key thing. They have a tactical goal with that statement, which is to achieve something based off of the reaction and argument cycle that comes out of it. So if you don't react, they can't move. It's very much like the right-hand rule from physics, where I know that we're getting dorky, but where if you make a magnetic field go around and around, a, say, wire, so you spin a magnet around a wire, a current will run perpendicularly along the wire. So you can imagine, you know, a wire running up and down. You can imagine a thing, a circle with magnets on it surrounding the wire, and it spins horizontally. And as it spins horizontally, the magnetic field moves, so the current moves vertically up the wire. And you this this is how they operate. They need the magnets to spin in a horizontal. They need the right-left argument about the Second Amendment so that they can create the reason to get uh, people to support their program, which involves taking away your rights. That's a dialectical trap. They've trapped you into playing a game with them where they can only benefit from the playing of that game. Another way to phrase this would be political 
catnip. Here's another analogy just to give you an idea of how the left talks. They, they, they're may, the things that they say in dialectical traps are empty and meaningless. So imagine that you are one of these scammers, these you know, porn scammers or whatever on the internet. I know you didn't expect me to go here. So you've gone somewhere on some chick's Instagram or something like this and stolen a whole bunch of her pictures. It's not you. Maybe you're a dude. You have a bunch of some other person's pictures. It doesn't mean anything to you. It's not you. So you start sending these pictures to somebody, trying to bait them into sending pictures back and blah, blah, blah. Maybe you're running a blackmail op. Maybe you want them to get sucked into buying things. So you're like text somebody, you're like, hey, send me pictures of yourself. And then you're, the person's like, uh, I don't know you, like, go away, no way. And they're like, well, here's one of me. And now you've offered one. And then they're like, oh, well, since you sent one of me or of you, though, I guess I should send one back. And they feel like they need to reciprocate. And this is a common scam trick, right? But the thing is, is that what they sent you wasn't a picture of them that put anything on the line for them. They sent a picture they stole of somebody else, which didn't mean anything to them. And this is the way the left uses arguments. The things they're saying, they aren't truly invested in. Robert Reich does not give a crap about what the Second Amendment was invented for. He may even know what the Second Amendment's all about and is covering it up, suppressing it, lying about it, etc. It's not a lack of facts for people setting dialectical traps, whether they're doing so intentionally or unintentionally. They're doing so to cause the argument. They're doing so to bait you in. So that's the idea of a dialectical trap. Just every time you see a provocative statement about something big, political, relevant political from a leftist agitator or even a far right reactionary agitator, anytime you see one of those, you see this provocative statement, you need to think, what argument is it trying? This is what you do about it, by the way. What argument is it trying to trick me into having? And how can they use that argument to advance an agenda? And if you don't get strategic about this, they're going to get you over and over and over again. I've watched for a year and a half, knowing how this works, watched right-wing people step into virtually every trap that's been set for them. We're getting a little better. We're getting out of them faster, but we jump into every single one. Arguing about the grounds of self-defense or whatever, arguing about you know the, the, the true history of the Second Amendment. This is all pointless. The communist doesn't care about your arguments. He only cares that you're going to argue, knowing that eventually a body of argument is going to be built that they can use to hang you with. They're going to let you drag enough rope out to hang yourself, and they're going to string that rope around your neck and get you. And that's the goal. And the more you argue with the content, the more vigorously you argue with the content, the more likely they're able to do that. It works in a few ways. One of the ways is that they get you to argue something, like I said, that's horrible. You argue in in defense of your right to massacre people or something in, in, in defense of the Second Amendment like an idiot. Whoops, now they've got you and they point at you and then all people who support the Second Amendment are roped in with you. Or secondly, you say perfectly sane things and then some crazy person jumps in, especially in social media, who might actually be a bot or might actually be them on a burner from an anonymous account pretending and then they say some extreme thing and then they lump you all in. Especially if you do something idiotic, like in your heat in the argument, decide to like the really stupid, reckless comment, which they can then screenshot and use against you. And what they use that for, though, and this is what you do, what they do is they use it to whip up their base. They're keeping you busy, wasting your time arguing about something and using whatever extreme, the most extreme responses to, to whip up their base to prove, the, to quote unquote, prove, 
to validate is the better word for them because they validate things. They don't prove anything because they're lying. They validate things to their base to get them to take action. And in this case, the action would be to vote people into power and demand from politicians during power that we take away people's right to self-defense, for example that we limit or narrow the Second Amendment. We're going to get more people in office and we're going to get the people in office to take action against these things. That's what they're agitating for, to make power, to increase their power and to make the power that they have or have increased work for them to take away your fundamental rights. So what do you do about this? You have to defang the snake, which sounds really fun. And and like, I think that's like a knife fighting thing. I don't know if it's even a real knife fighting thing. It's probably a stupid knife fighting thing, but I think I remember it from some probably idiotic knife defense class I took a long time ago when I was in like my teenage years or something. You got to defang the snake. In other words, what you really have to do is you have to, and this is the, the title of this episode, you need to name the dynamic. When you're being manipulated, whether it's that kind of a dialectical trap, when it's a Darvo, you deny, attack, reverse the roles of victim and offender, cry bully kind of a thing when they're wound collecting, which is when they come out and they, you know, throw crap at you and you throw crap back on them. And then they say, oh, no, I have crap on me. He put crap on me. That's wound collecting or cry bullying or Darvo, whichever one you want to call it. When you're in any of these situations dealing with the woke, actually, anytime you're in a conversation or a dialogue or whatever that's going off the rails, It's always a beneficial strategy to stop, back up, and name the dynamic. Say what's happening. You can't manipulate me. This is your manipulation. This is how it works. Robert Reich, you want me to argue about what the correct necessary limits or legal limits or philosophical limits of the Second Amendment are so that the debate will generate responses that you can use to motivate people to take away our rights to self-defense, and I'm not participating in it. We're not doing this. This is what you're doing. This is the way you're doing it. This is how it's manipulative, and we're not doing it. If you're not up to scratch to do that, you're better off not engaging. If you are up to scratch to do that, you need to do it every time. It's always the same things. There are really only a few things to do for dealing with woke agitations. You have to shine light on it. You have to show the cracks and contradictions. That's basically it. So in this case... You're going to shine light on the fact that they're using manipulative tactics while also shining light on the fact that you will no longer fall for them. I see through your tactic. I'm going to help other people see through the tactic, and I'm not going to fall for it. Go hustle some other idiot. This is the kind of attitude that you need to have, and this is the kind of responses you need to give. Rather than arguing in a satisfying way with Robert Reich or whoever else about guns or self-defense or immigration or whatever other issue, getting into the nitty-gritties and chewing it out, wasting your whole day that you could be doing something productive or just enjoying your life and setting your brain right, we say touching grass, not being on the frickin' devices uh, for, for, for 20 minutes, anything that you could be doing, they have stolen that from you, kept you busy doing this crap. And yeah, you sharpen your arguments a little bit, but who cares? You're giving them the opportunity, the openings, and social media will always provide, even if they have to manufacture it themselves, to create the argument that will scare their base, to create the so-called proof, the validation that will scare their base into advancing their power agenda. You have been sucked into the dialectic, you're in the wizard circle, and you're lost as long as you're arguing the substance of the the leftist thing. That would be like telling the porn scammer, oh my god, look how hot you are, oh my god, you're so hot, when it's actually somebody else. You're actually talking to a dude that looks like Andrew Tate, but the fact of the matter is he's sending you pictures of some hot model. You got scammed, and you're like, OMG, OMG. 
you're the you're the I've been watching a lot of Tom and Jerry cartoons lately and every time the somebody gets totally scammed in Tom and Jerry they end up looking in the mirror and they turn into a donkey and it says jackass across their face you're the jackass and the left is playing dialectical trap games to turn you into a jackass and they use the jackassness to advance the dialectic along some strategic operative goal. So you name the dynamic. This is a manipulation. This is what kind of manipulation it is. You're trying to suck me into an argument about blah, blah, blah. You're, you're framing this in a disingenuous way. Your goal is to, uh, do, you're doing a cry bully, a darvo or whatever. Your goal is to take away our rights and we're not going to do it. So you need to identify what their target is. You're trying to manipulate Elon Musk or social, uh, the federal government into regulating Twitter and Elon Musk. You, if you can call out the point of the operational tactic, then you can defeat it. So think of it again like that wire and the magnet. So it's magnets in a circle, remember horizontal, like on the table, spinning around a wire. And the wire runs up and down. The direction of political movement is actually along the wire. It's up and down, right? Their goal is to get you to help spin the magnets, which is to create the reflexive argument that makes it look like this is a big deal and a big debate. Sorry, gang, by the way, the Second Amendment is not a big debate. That's a false debate. They're making a false debate. And when you spin the magnets, the political power flows along the wire. So what you actually need to do is get up above the goal and cut the wire. If you can put a cap on it, if you can say, imagine instead of the wire and the magnets that it's like a rocket taking off. If you can get up on top of it and block the rocket from getting out of its out of its silo, it's not going to go anywhere and blow anything up. You need to realize that the spinning thing, the argument you're doing, is generating the rocket fuel that's going to launch the rocket. And the way that you stop that is not by fueling the rocket more with more arguments and facts and details and blah, 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 history and da, 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 which is all they're contesting in the first place. They want it to look contested and you're giving it to them. It is by getting on top of the rocket and saying, this is where the rocket's going. No. Does that make sense? So with dialectical war, political warfare, your goal is always the same thing. Figure out what are they sucking me into. Do not get sucked into it. Figure out why they're trying to suck you into it. In other words, what's their strategic goal? What are they actually aiming at? Which right, which value, which organization, which institution? Another example, they're creating all these fights about the Supreme Court justices because they need to delegitimize the court. So the court becomes the target. Or an individual justice might be the target, but largely the court and its legitimacy are the target. And what you have to do is say, you have to name the dynamic. This is what you're doing. This is why it's unacceptable. The details are now irrelevant. And here's why you're doing it. And we're not going to let you have it. Then you stop their forward motion. The argument is side to side. You can argue side to side all you want. They're moving vertically. And if you argue side to side all you want, you're never going to stop them from moving vertically. You stop them from moving vertically by when they start going that way, grabbing them by the pants and pulling them back down or something of the kind, getting on top of them, smashing them down, pick your favorite metaphor. So that is how you actually deal with this kind of dialectical trick where they put out provocative statements and get you to fight. And then once you see this, you'll go on social media and all you're going to do is hold your hand on your face for like a month because you're going to see it happen over and over and over and over again. When all that actually has to be done is that the people involved need to not argue the details because the left doesn't care about the details any more than a porn scammer cares about the girl he stole the pictures from. All you have to do is say, this is the dynamic. This is the manipulation. No, you can't have 
your target. You can't get your strategic operative goal. And we're going to make sure everybody knows that's your goal and how you're getting it. I hope that makes sense. I hope that clarifies. I hope it sharpens your ability to start defanging woke manipulations, these dialectical advances. Because if we get tactically good at this, they're done. If we actually get tactically good at this, they are 100% done quickly. It's overwhelmingly their primary uh, method of advancing their agenda.